Today on The Good Word, we're talking about the trap of nostalgia and blessings yet to come. In the 17th century, the medical community in Europe started to notice an odd condition that cropped up in Swiss mercenaries. These were for hire soldiers from Switzerland, and they were highly valued for their ability, and they'd live far away from Switzerland for many years under contract to different kings and lords. The Swiss disease, as it was initially called, seemed to afflict the mercenaries by lowering their spirits and their motivation. This intense longing for the past was termed nostalgia and characterized as particular to the Swiss. Few people at the time lived far away from home for long periods of time, so the medical community had little idea they had just stumbled into a universal phenomenon of homesickness. The funny thing about nostalgia is it can make us long for something we've never experienced, inviting us to long for a time we don't actually remember. On some levels, this may be helpful, since we seek to recapture truths universal to all. But some paths aren't what they pretend they are, if they existed at all. The house of Israel had a similar experience. They'd associated themselves with the mighty history of their forefathers, but had failed to fully understand it. In chapter 2 of Haggai, the Lord lays down the division between the glory of the past and the glory of the future. Israel would not need to long for a past to find peace, but would be given greater joy in a brighter future. Who is left among you that saw this house in her first glory? And how do ye see it now? Is it not in your eyes in comparison of it as nothing? And I will shake all nations, and the desire of all nations shall come, and I will fill this house with glory, saith the Lord of hosts. The glory of this latter house shall be greater than of the former, saith the Lord of hosts, and in this place will I give peace, saith the Lord of hosts. By the time Haggai was prophesying, the Israelites had been going through a rough patch for centuries. Many clung to the miracles of their past, thinking if they could just reclaim that ideal, they'd find the peace they wanted. But that wasn't the plan God had for his people. Instead of allowing a retreat into the past, he had provided a way for his kingdom to press boldly into the future. The restoration of the house of Israel was to be more than simply a return of a previous glory and power, but a new state of peace and proximity to God, previously unseen by any on earth. There's nothing inherently wrong with looking to who came before us for inspiration. There's no blueprint for the future, so we have to rely on what we know from the past to make any kind of prediction. But the future holds many greater promises from God than the past ever did. We can't return to the past, but there will be a future. The Lord is forward-looking and seeking to teach us to be the same. Whenever He restores truths to the earth, it's a sign of rebirth, of new beginnings, not just a rehash of what came before. The bright future in the eternities can only exist in the future, encompassing every good thing that God has prepared for His children. And that's the good word. 